Hello, hello, welcome back to Baki Taki Season 2. The hiatus is over, we're back. This intro isn't as exciting because uh, this is take two after my dog interrupted. <laughs> um, but you know what is exciting? My guest today, it's my dad. Hello. Welcome on the show, dad. How's it going? Thank you, son. You know what? I'm going to do something special today. I'm going to ask you the same questions that I've asked every other uh, guest who's ever been on the show. So first off, what shows are you currently watching? I have a couple of uh, shows I would like to comment upon. Um, mm. It starts with the fact <clears throat> that I don't really watch much TV when, when I was thinking about this question. The one thing that I always watch is uh, my Buffalo Bills uh, play football on Sunday. And I realized, while that's not a show, it's very representative of Baki season one, which I have not watched because the guests are not supposed to have seen the show, but I've listened mm -hmm. to your podcast. And that seemed to be a group of great warriors trying to seek out uh, defeat. And if you are a Buffalo Bills fan these days, you have one team of great warriors trying to seek out 13 different defeats from other mighty warriors. And I can imagine the uh, narrator saying, ah, yes, the Buffalo Bills appear to have won this, but they have left the Kansas City Chiefs 13 seconds with which to experience defeat. And they have left the uh, Minnesota Vikings one fumble into the end zone, which they need only recover to defeat the mighty Buffalo Bills. So being a fan of the Buffalo Bills is very similar to the first season of Baki. But more to Man. the point, the only show I really watched, I binge watched uh, Downton Abbey, uh, if you can believe it. And Was it your incredible. choice or, or <laughs> was somebody with you who wanted to watch that show? So what happened was... Uh, Katie asked me to go to the movie when it first came out. And, mm. you know, if you can buy popcorn at a movie, I'll go watch almost anything. Uh, and so I watched that and, you know, it didn't really interest me that much. And they made another and I went to that. And then just one day I watched episode one and it is so well written and so well acted. And it's just a soap opera, but it's a really fun one. Uh, especially Maggie Smith is spectacular. Mm -hmm. So everybody else has probably already watched it, but those few who haven't, I give it uh, two thumbs up and I'm the least likely person to have ever um, watched that show. And no, then I, 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 I agree. I think everybody who's listening to the Baki podcast has watched Downton Abbey, um, but <laughs> still a good recommendation. You wouldn't think the Venn diagram actually would have much of an overlap on, uh, on those two. Long time no see. Hey, Mr. Ogre. Muhammad Ali Jr., all grown up at last. I was a big fan of your father's. But uh, maybe it does. Honestly, I'm still hung up. That was a great uh, comparison of the Bills to season one of Baki. I thought you were just going to say that, like, um, uh, O.J. Simpson was one of the deadliest death row convicts. <laughs> well, I, I, guess, I guess you could go there, but no, I think seeking out defeat in in extreme bizarre manner uh, would have just slid right into that first season in Baki for sure I've gone I've gone to Minnesota to taste defeat yes right. exactly and you Zach Wilson everyone else might think you are not a mighty warrior but we shall make you look victorious today <laughs> so 
as 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 you can probably guess, I, I'm gonna ask the second question. But uh, what what do you know about Baki coming into this episode? Seems like you're familiar with the first season. <laughs> well, I had never watched an episode. Uh, uh, what I was anticipating was Baki would not be a very big part of, of the show other than his title and that there would be a lot of uh, gore and battles and uh, I don't think I was disappointed on really either of those fronts. Yes. Yeah. I, I will say season two has a lot more Baki. Um, like the first season is five death row inmates and five guys they fight and then Baki is just sort of there um, to date goes away but this season narrows the focus down a lot more um and baki at least gets some stuff to do such as uh be emaciated from all of the poison running through his veins um, oh, right. <laughs> yeah he doesn't usually look like that um but let, let's jump into this episode because there's a lot to talk about and i think first of all you get the the rare pleasure of getting to talk about it uh we have a new theme song so what, what did you think of the opening theme sucked I, I, I seem to remember discussion about music last year and then i heard this and i just i couldn't wait for it to be over so. this is the music that i use from the podcast like this oh. is my favorite theme Oh well, uh, the others can't be that great. I, it what it was not uh, my style of music. Oh man, yeah. So this opening, it has Baki um, sort of standing in the Coliseum where the Grand Raitai tournament takes place, um, and then it just cuts to mostly static images of people to save money on animation, um, as well as foreshadowing some fights that might happen this season between uh, Yujiro and an old old man and Baki and Muhammad Ali Jr. Um, so a little foreshadowing for what we might get in this season. <laughs> right after the opening theme, we get potentially one of my favorite quotes of the season, and I really wanted to get your opinion on this. At least once in their lives, every man dreams of becoming the strongest in the world. <laughs> oh, I, 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 as you know, I have two sons who I believe each hilariously at one stage thought that they either were or would become the strongest man in the world so i totally i thought you know what these bang on with that and it can be quite funny uh, at times as well so yeah i thought <laughs> i was nodding my head yes <laughs> and i also thought uh, it was also appropriate that of course the the son could never hope to defeat the father um uh, from in a battle of strength but the that's uh, i guess to be proven on the rest it of the is, series it is it is one of the funniest parts about this show like i brought it up before but like baki wants to be the strongest guy in the world only because his dad is the strongest guy in the world like if his dad was the weakest guy in the world baki would only want to be the second weakest guy in the world like <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, I when i saw that i understood why you were so taken with the show because you you must mm, be empathetic yeah. with baki. it's tough it's tough to have the world's strongest dad yeah that's, it must uh, be really really related to this 
Most men give up on their pursuit, but my dad kept going until he became the strongest exactly. man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had one other note. So the season starts with a little bit of a recap, almost like they didn't expect you to. I don't, I don't know who jumps into the show at this point, but uh, <laughs> it, it's it it talks about you know. Uh, the idea of Baki wanting to be stronger than his dad and then it talks about a bunch of death row inmates came to Japan and tries to in two sentences sum up the previous season and I just wanted to comment on the fact that it said in Japan where Baki lives the strongest inmates on death row came together and a series of brutal showdowns unfolded between them and Baki which is not true. Like Baki didn't even interact with half of them. The one time he... I thought they fought each other. Like that, that from listening to the podcast. They've, yeah, they fought a bunch of random people. Yeah, Baki met, fought two of them in a field and then ran away because he got bored. That was that was the biggest <laughs> fight he had. But they, they, I think the only reason they brought that up is because they have to explain why Baki looks like the Crypt Keeper, like why he is poisoned, and that was from a quick encounter with Yanagi the Poisoner. In one of those fights, Baki was poisoned. On the verge of death, he was rushed to China for treatment. But anyway, uh, I just, I just wanted to not let the narrator gaslight us there. I didn't um, understand. Baki, I, I I think, was in Japan when he's poisoned. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why would they airlift him to China? I would think Japanese medical care would be as good as anywhere in the world. Why would you leave there and go to another continent uh, two, for care? So two things. One, Japanese medical care. The doctor basically said, you're going to die, so just deal with it. Um, modern medicine had no cure for him. Uh, and two, the, he's not going to China to go to the hospital. Like, fighting these 12 dudes, like the, the Kayos, is his medical treatment. Um, yeah, they say that at one stage. It, it, it makes no sense. Uh, like, uh, Hey, you want to bet I, if it works? Because <laughs> I'm going to take I, the over on this working. I, 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 uh, I was skeptical of that assertion on the part of the narrator. Oh man, just just wait until he gets healed from his sickness. It's it's one of my favorite parts <laughs> of the season. This the episode starts for real. Our first real scene, uh, we get an, a really fun interaction, and I, I'll I'll let I'll ask you to describe what happens. But uh, we have Muhammad Ali Jr. talking to Yujiro Hanma, um, and they they get into a little bit of a confrontation. But what I was interesting uh, found interesting was the depth of the technical references to boxing style and bantamweight and flyweight and uh, and they're not the listing it off he's he hits like a heavyweight your speed's pretty nice your father was a heavyweight in his time but his speed was closer to lightweights and featherweights and your speed's more like a bantamweight or a flyweights Right, right, and he compares the two of them, and 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 it's it's correct. I mean, it's an accurate assessment of Ali's uh, career. He he was a heavyweight fighter, but he didn't really have the heavyweight physique. He he was uh, sleek and fast, and uh, so the thing about the show uh, is it is a passion project about a guy who really loves every form of martial arts, including boxing. Um, So, like, yeah, like the the details are there. And everything they said about Ali Muhammad's uh, fighting style, I, you know, 
I sort of grew up in his era. Not that I was a boxing fan, but it, it all was, it all rang true. Mm -hmm. So that, I, I was I, I was uh, I was surprised by that, just how good it was. And and what did you think about the the Ali Agari maneuver? Ridiculous! <laughs> it's like a dog playing dead. I mean, I, I don't I, I I don't understand that. That made no sense to me. As, and Muhammad Ali Jr. Um, demonstrates that by just saying, "Okay, well, I'm out of here." <laughs> so, like... so, for listeners, the Ali Agari maneuver, I believe, is actually based on a real thing where Muhammad Ali had a show uh, show fight in Japan. Um, it's where you lay down on the ground um, so that the boxer can't hit you, and if he got close, then you could kick him or something. <laughs> it's yeah. It, it, it was uh, who was he fighting it, um, in that? That that was just some guy, right? Uh, who it was the, very the, hard to keep track of the characters. I must the admit. the red haired guy. That's um, that's Yujiro Hanma. That's Baki's dad. That, yeah. Well, okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Right. I figured that out later. Yeah. At that scene, I had no idea who this guy was, and I have to say, it was hard to keep track of the plot for a while because I was so distracted by his pecs. Uh, <laughs> they they were preposterously big, and I it took me a while to figure out whether he because his outfit was so long and flowing and had like frilly white sleeves and it, it, I wasn't sure if it was a dress and I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure whether that was a, a guy or, or, or a lady. So I was, have, I was, he does little, have long hair. Yeah. He has like it, it, the voice was clearly that of a man, but it, it took me a while to figure out. And, and, and those pecs are just like, the uh, unbelievable. You should, you should see his back. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, so that's Yujiro. Um, it's fun. In, in the first season, Yujiro didn't really get a lot to do, um, but he is the evilest, the strongest, and one of the most entertaining characters on the show. We get we get to see a lot of him. Like his reaction when Ali just walks out of the building, he look. I th I think he he kicked the ground so hard people thought there was an earthquake. See ya. <laughs> You bastard! No, no, no. I believe they said, oh no, it's a terrorist oh, yeah. attack. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrorist attack. What's happening? It's a terrorist attack! Which was was bizarre. I was expecting earthquake. <laughs> yeah, you heard that little whimpering. Yeah, yeah. So he was not happy. But 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 it's what he deserved. I mean, that is uh, all these great warriors. That is not um, an impressive style of attack. I would say. Yeah. Now the the fun thing about this episode that I love is that we don't just get the. So Muhammad Ali shows that one way you beat the Ali Agari uh, dilemma is you just go, oh, you're already laying on the ground and just leave and just, you know, psychologically flex on your opponent. I mean, why do I even need to do anything at all to counter it? If you choose to lie down for me, I can just turn and walk out of this room. Later in the episode, 
uh, we get to see, this was referenced last season, but we didn't actually see how it fully went. Uh, to enter the Grand Raitai tournament, Muhammad Ali has to fight one of the monks at the temple. Uh, and the monk does the Ali Agari maneuver on him. Uh, and this time, instead of walking away, Muhammad Ali goes down and dodges about 700 kicks um, with his uh, flyweight speed and then just punches the guy into submission. Um, what, what, did, what did you think of these different approaches to the same problem? <laughs> well, <laughs> the second one makes sense because uh, the first one kind of doesn't make any sense at all. They're going to have a battle and he just walks out the door. Uh, the, the second one was Muhammad Ali. He was floating like a butterfly and then stinging like a bee. And they had set it up with all his moves and everything. So that that made sense. It it was uh, satisfying uh, to see. Is that the one where he's hopping up and down though? Oh, he's always hopping up and down. <laughs> that's that's how he that's how he fights. Is uh, when that's like his game time. He'll he'll just start hopping. Yeah, but it, I, I mean I, I mean again, there's a little bit of, of truth to that. But in in the show, it it, it looked car- cartoonish. Is a bad word to use but it, it just looked a little silly like, like scooby-doo-ish i don't know it was it was uh i i, I found that a little odd i i agree it it's it it does seem sort of like a cartoon power thing like it's like i've entered fighting mode and just start hopping yeah um, yeah yeah exactly well it's, it's one of those things and I, I i'll fact check myself on this but i've never been particularly impressed with the animators for uh this show i think that the original manga has a lot of really dynamic images and a lot of great source material and whenever they try and bring that to life it looks weird so i feel like this could be just a scenario where like you know when you see a comic frame of 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 muhammad ali hopping um it looks less weird than if he's just jumping all the time um (laughs) But. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. The, uh, the, the story isn't animated as well as it could be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, mean, I, mean, it, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a gross understatement when you see how it's animated, but, but I know what you mean. <laughs> so that was a fun theory, but uh, I did fact check it, and oh my god, Muhammad Ali is animated as if he was vibrating off of this plane of existence. Um, or sorry, he's drawn that way in the manga. So I think they did a pretty faithful recreation of what Itagaki was going for. One, one new scene in this episode is we are introduced to one of the Kaios, who is dipping his hand in a bunch of uh, vases and talking to his brother. I found that scene... Uh, pretty pointless did you have anything you want to comment on there <laughs> well it, I, I wasn't sure where they were going um i don't know the hand dipping seemed very important but then wasn't mm-hmm. um didn't know who they were but the the guy who's doing the who's dipping the hands shows up later uh, in the episode so yes. i know maybe maybe they both do too it's hard to keep the characters straight oh my gosh yeah i have to one of my the fun thing for this season will be mentally getting all of the Kayo names together. And they're also... Oh, I know. They all have the same name as far as I, I can Kayo tell. Yo, Kayo Joe, Kayo... The only one I remember is Kayo Mo, because I was waiting for Kayo Larry and Curly, so... <laughs> Kayo Ryu, Kayo Retsu, Kayo Sun, Kayo Yo, Kayo Chin, Kayo Joe, Kayo Mo, Kayo Dorian, Kayo Samwa. 
Psycho Mantis. Kaiojaku! Oh man, yeah, because we and it's it, the Kaio doesn't help because we already have like Kaio Retsu, Kaio Dorian, Kaio Ryu. So I I know three of them, and we have nine nine more we're going to uh, see in this uh, in this season. Um, so I guess I guess that takes us to the tournament. Uh, I, I I guess I'll just rephrase what this tournament is because we're going to be talking about it a lot this season. Um, this is a tournament that takes place every one hundred years. Uh, well, the Grand Ride Tai Tournament takes place every 100 years. Uh, there are 12 competitors in there who are the Kaios, uh, basically China's 12 best martial artists. Um, and then the Grand Kaio, who is amazingly 146 years old, who won the previous tournament. Folks, this is unbelievable! Yes, it's really him! After 100 years, he's returned! And then, of course, the three uh, foreigners, we have um, uh, Yujiro Hanma, his son, Baki Hanma, and Muhammad Ali Jr. So, uh, so like, th that was, like, why did they do it like that? They, they go on and on and on about it's 12 this, 12 signs of the Zodiac, 12 apostles. Uh, 12 apostles of Christ is my favorite, yeah. <laughs> And then four seasons in eight directions. What are those eight directions? Like north, south, east, west. I think up, it's gotta down, be. I, 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 I think it's. Oh, that's a good question. I was imagining north, south, east, west, north, east, south, west, and all those. I, I can I can fact check what the Chinese tw eight directions are. <laughs> Editor Steve here. So a quick Google of China 8 directions uh, gives me directions to my local Chinese place, China 8. So hopefully that helps. So anyway, they go on 12, 12, 12, 12. And then instead of having like nine uh, Kaio Zos or Mo's yeah. or whatever, uh, and, and these three characters they want to throw into the mix, they make it 12. Uh, random Kyle, well, not random, but 12 Kyles, and then, oh, and alas, this is once every 100 years <laughs> they have this tournament, and it's like, and uh, the officials have added at the last second uh, three more guys to this 12 man tournament. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Why didn't they just make it nine and these were three of the 12? Uh, you know, yeah, no, it makes total sense. It, the fact that Baki didn't even know he was joining this tournament that only takes place 100 years until two days beforehand. But I, and then if they're going to uh, throw come in running in at the last second and say, oh, wait, 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 we got three more guys we need in the tournament. But you, one of them, we, we need to test one more thing. We're not 100 percent sure you're qualified. For this last second addition to the once in a hundred year tournament that we didn't have time to yeah. organize. Now, before we actually begin this match, one more thing. There's an issue I have to bring up. There's an issue? What's going on? Our beloved martial arts grandmaster, Kaio Ryu, is obviously qualified to fight in this tournament. But what about his opponent, Yujiro Hanma? The ministry has prepared a test to find out. What, what happens if he fails the test? Does the other guy get a buy? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that was uh, that, that. That seemed like a plot hole. Plot hole well, to me. Yeah. And you know what the craziest thing is? Like, what I want to say is, 
the the 12 stuff that they just threw that in there like at the end of the day it's a tournament you need 16 people or 8 or 32 but this tournament i i won't spoil it but it goes so off the rails that it wouldn't have mattered like <laughs> you don't it, the riot die tournament doesn't need a, a bracket you, i agree you could have just done 12 um but you need a lot of in a show like Baki, you have a lot of strong people and you need a lot of people to, uh, a lot of mooks for them to just obliterate. So there are 12 Kayos in this tournament. Okay. You can't have, you can't just have the uh, Buffalo Bills losing every week. You need 12 different guys to lose. I got it. Exactly. Very down on a team that's what, like six and three? Six and three and pro- will probably win the Super Bowl this yeah. year. But- <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong in a prior life to end up as a Buffalo Bills fan, but I'm certainly paying the price for it. So, so yeah, as you were alluding to this, um, the first match, and for some reason the only match that is shown on the bracket, is Yujiro Hanma versus uh, Kaio Ryu. So Yujiro Hanma, as we're all familiar with, is Baki's dad, the big red-headed guy. Uh, Kaio Ryu is uh, somebody who's come up a few times in this show. He is... He looks like Zeus. Um, he is gi- absolutely ginormous, uh, has beady eyes, um, which they occasionally just make it look like he has no eyes. Um, but he is Kaio Retsu's master, and uh, we've never seen him fight on the show before. So I think a lot of people were probably looking forward to this fight. Um, <laughs> but, be- but before we get to the results of that, uh, the, the, the Chinese Martial Arts Commission decrees that Yujiro has to prove himself. Um, and so you, this is this is a man who we just watched kick the ground so hard that people thought a terrorist attack had happened. Um, Yujiro's done so many incredible things, but they've decided that the way to prove himself is they've wheeled out forty roof tiles and um, put them in a pile, and they're going to see not how many 10, of them he can break. Forty. <laughs> yeah, not just ten. It, well, if you did ten, you'd be quite strong. Someone who's able to break through 10 of them stacked together would be considered very strong. Today, we've prepared 40 of them, a tall tower of tiles. So they probably put 40 out there to be like, let's see how many he can do. Um, so so what does he do, Dad? Uh, he just sort of puts his hand on the top of the pile and then obliterates them. I don't even think he did a karate chop. I think he just sort of obliterated them in like half a second. And it... Like they go as they do on everything, they go on and on about uh, talking about this test, and then it's totally irrelevant. Yep, yep, and yeah, he he doesn't do a wind up at all. He puts his hand on it and then presses down onto it. (laughs) There's there's no limit to Yujiro's strength, and it 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 just feels like Baki likes to use very mundane feats like that are also tough to abstract. Like how difficult is it to break forty roof tiles? I've never broken one, but like, I don't know. Like, are are you? How impressed were you when he broke the forty roof tiles? Not very, because you know, as a father, uh, I've broken fifty or sixty on multiple occasions myself. So yeah. I didn't even think the well, test. You, you, was you were trying to fix the roof at that point. <laughs> that's that's the problem. <laughs> I had to keep buying new ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it it was. 
it, the mere fact that they required a test and then that it was such an underwhelming test, those two didn't go hand in hand. Because you, you've got the world's greatest fighters, you know, they'll gather for the once in a hundred years and, oh, oh, just before before you get in the ring here, let's see you do this. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. Well, it, 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 the lead up to it was kind of funny, but then when he just obliterated it, it was, okay, let's move on to something more interesting or extremely gross well on the topic of like anti-climaxes so this fight the first time we ever get to see a kaio ryu fight um versus yujiro who we also haven't really seen in a real fight um you we've never we haven't seen yujiro have to like you know really try for something so this fight had a lot of um stakes going into it um you, you want to give me the play-by-play <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so i don't know the other guy um uh, but they sort of come at each other and then you see baki's father's got got him in a grip with his hand on his face and he says don't move or you'll regret it and <laughs> the guy sort of moves and, and <laughs> baki's father rips his face off and throws it into the crowd and the blood splatters on the people in the front row uh and that's it like the fight's what two seconds three seconds yep uh, i can't argue and, and, i wouldn't want to keep fighting if someone ripped my face off it's like it, it, it's something that's contemporary the comedian gallagher just passed away and he was known for smashing watermelons and the people in the front row row uh, would always get splashed with fruit uh, that he would hit with a sledgehammer on the stage. So it's similar if you're in the front row, I guess. Uh, uh, what's Baki's dad's name? Junishiro or Yujiro. something? Yujiro. Uh, if you If you're in the front row of one of his fights, you should wear uh, a cape uh, as well. It, it's it's really pretty gross, actually. I'm, I'm, I, I gather that that's not the first time you get gross stuff and it's I, so it's it's a gross show at times i will say this is like i'm I, i'm gonna say it's the grossest thing that's happened on the show so far but also the second time someone's face came off so um it's it's got competition but th this was there's a bit of a there's a bit of a follow-up right because i don't know for some reason the guy comes back well uh, retsu retsu comes out to defend his master's honor yujiro hanma Well, you bastard! I challenge you to a fight, right here and right now. Um, oh, okay so, that, okay. so it was Retsu's master is, is the guy who had his face ripped off. Yes. Okay. He, he yeah. comes out and then, and then Ushiro or Ujiro. Uh, um, <laughs> I apologize. It's impossible. Uh, but, but he he makes sort of like one last stab at defending his honor. And am I correct that Yujiro, Baki's dad, does a rather impolite way of ending this fight? He appeared to me to kick him uh, where he should have got a warning from the referee. And that yeah. seemed to be the end of the fight. That 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 happens a fair amount in this show. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, if the ref didn't say anything after you rip a guy's face off, he's not going to blow the whistle for um, a below-the-belt kick. 
editor's note, I assumed, I, I, I misremembered this, I assume my dad was implying that uh, uh, Yujiro kicked uh, Ryu in the balls, but he actually just kicked him in the spot where his face used to be, which I do agree is a bit underhanded. See, that seemed like uh, just rubbing it. Uh, one rubbing step it too in, far. Yeah, yeah th- throw the flag on sportsmanlike conduct. Like. Throw, the, throw the face in, yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad that the towel ended up on the guy's face so we don't have to see his gross um, yeah, yeah, we saw his for gross, too long. We saw his teeth, right, covered in blood, uh, and you were afraid that they were going to pull the towel back and you would see the... The, the eye sockets and the, the nose and all that, but fortunately we didn't. That was a rough day for him, I would say. Yeah, and so so that's the last fight we ever see of Kaio Ryu, to my knowledge. So it's it's just a like really a really sad ending to a guy who looked really badass for about a whole season and then um, instantly got his face ripped off. Um, see, I, that's that's the only episode I've seen. So I, he doesn't fit in my badass hall of fame <laughs> bit of a bit of a loser actually from what i saw of him <laughs> i see um so yeah so that's uh and right after that i believe it goes straight into the end credits um, credits like it was uh it was like they ran out of time or something you know that that classic plan ahead where you don't have space for the d sign yeah it was like it ended instantly did you did you enjoy the credits? Did you watch them all the way? Or, um, well, on my uh, version, the credits only went for like two or three seconds, and then it launched into episode yeah. two. So. Yeah, it does that by default. Yeah, that's fine. Well, that I'm I'm sure if you've listened to this podcast, uh, people keep trying to talk about the end credits. So that means that the second guest will have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's um that was the the first episode of the of the Raitai tournament. One one Kayo down, fifteen competitors remaining. Who do you think's gonna win the whole thing? Um, if I had to put money on it, there's three people who I think uh, could win: Baki, uh, mm-hmm. Baki's father, of course, uh, and and the hundred and forty six year old guy. Uh, I don't know why. The, I like to bet on underdogs and or long shots, so I'd probably put put a few few bucks on him. Although Muhammad Ali Jr. is not in the in in it, is he or is no, he? No, he is. He is. He'll be. He is. okay. So he he would also. It's not going to be one of those random Kyo Mo uh, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm going to make a field bet on all the other characters. So it's <laughs> going to be one of those. Yeah, I think that's a fair bet. Um, we'll we'll see. You know, I I think I'm gonna add that. I'm gonna ask every every guest who they think's gonna win this. Um, so even if though I have there's to pick one, uh, if I'm forced to pick one, who, who I would put I I would put my money on the old guy because I'm gonna get good odds. I'm probably gonna get fifteen or twenty, maybe even a hundred to one on him, and maybe they'll try and teach some lesson about age and knowledge and wisdom uh being an important part of martial arts so that's, well, he's got that's... he's got to at least put up a fight or else you're just sending a 146 year old man to die you know <laughs> i i hope he does better than today's loser uh, so <laughs> oh man yeah, that, yeah it wouldn't be right to just send him out there and get him ripped to smithereens in in one punch because he's 146 and oh you know what did you expect so they, they won't do that with it although who knows i mean 
the is this it was it written and recorded in japanese and then dubbed into english yeah yeah it's made in in japan first so i'm just so curious about whether it's so the the narrators are so square in japan because the 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 way they talk and, and like when the announcer is talking about the uh, uh, the hundred year fight and and we are here for the first time in a hundred hundred years I, it, it's, everybody's so square it's 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 just, honestly if I had to guess it's probably more so in the in the uh, in the original translation like really? I like I think they're just trying to get across that this is this is a sporting event the likes of which we have never seen like it's a once in a hundred year event key to china's like you know identity um the culmination of four thousand years of martial arts i think they're just trying to get across that like this is there's no comparison this is like if the olympics happened every 100 years you know <laughs> And you had forgot to plan it in advance, so you were throwing people into the tournament at the last second. If, if, if those two things held, then, then it would be comparable. Exactly. Um, so, Dad, question for you that I like to ask everybody. Now that you've watched an episode of Baki, do you think it's a good show? <laughs> it's it's so bad it's almost good and i can see the appeal from that perspective it, it, because they play it so straight uh it, it it's almost like a like an inside joke it's so droll uh so it's good from that perspective but um but mostly from the it's so bad it's it, it, it it's good if you know what i mean yeah no, I get you. Oh my gosh. If I if I didn't edit out the pause whenever I asked that question, everybody has a pause as they try and politely say no. <laughs> How do we not hurt your feelings while still being somewhat true? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, it, it's um it, well, I mean the other show I I watched, I watched I actually watched the very first uh, Norm Macdonald podcast with Super Dave. Uh, oh, so uh, good. Recently, and Su Super Dave is kind of like this as well because it, it's all um, phony and farce in his character, but he he never breaks character. So to some extent, which makes him funny to some extent. Like this is so corny. Um, but it never breaks character uh with, with, so it's kind of good in that way it, it does make it enjoyable you know like they yeah it, they, it has a sincerity to it you know yes yes exactly yeah. that they never break they never give up give up on so i, I actually think it's, it's 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 good from that perspective oh man well that that about wraps up episode one of season two did you have anything else you wanted to add i did not uh, well, I did want to say that I, I, I was getting the sense, I don't know, tell me if I'm off base on this, but I thought the, the father-son relationship had a few issues <laughs> between Rocky and his old man. <laughs> yep, he hates his dad. <laughs> yeah, we, we glossed over the part of the episode where Baki tries to talk to his dad, and he basically says, like, get out of here, loser. <laughs> yes. Scram, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a little cold. <laughs> yeah. 
no it, they, they get they we'll get some more um deep dives into that this season which which will be more fun um but yeah yeah that, that I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to that um so yeah so i uh, hope you guys have enjoyed the first episode of season two uh if you if you enjoyed it make sure to uh subscribe to the podcast leave a review consider joining the discord or if you go on our youtube channel i even made a, a music video for baki <laughs> which is uh doing surprisingly well um <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about that in a, after we finish <laughs> but um that's all all the baki we've got to talky so see y'all next week <laughs>